Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This is prayer and story time. Welcome to the Ark of the Covenant Ministry Prayer and Story Time, where we get the opportunity to present the man Christ Jesus, where some will receive him as their Lord and Savior. Others get strength, hope. Some receive directions and guidance. Well, we get an opportunity to tell testimonies and stories, some laughter, maybe a song. My name is Reverend Hill. I am here today with my anointed, Holy Ghost field, precious, beautiful wife, Mrs. Healed, as she has a message from above. So situate yourselves and prepare your hearts and minds to receive for what the Lord is going to release from heaven. So without any further ado, please relax and open yourselves right now for what God has to release for you and I today, what thus saith the Lord. Good morning, good morning, good morning to all of our faithful friends and listeners. And we just want to welcome, welcome, welcome our new listeners and our newcomers. Welcome to Ark of the Covenant Ministry with my husband, Reverend Derek Hill. And we are always overjoyed and so happy in our hearts to have you watching or just listening in. We're so happy that you could be here with us today. And we wish always that you can be here with us every day. Well, we will be continuing our series on real life stories. Life has many storms and storms come in many forms. And these, like I said, are real life testimonies and stories that people have gone to the Lord Jesus Christ and prayed about it. And they're showing, sharing their stories with us from right here out of a testimonial book that was given to me by our pastor himself to read the testimonies of people and most of them he said are listeners to hear the word of Jesus Christ and their testimonies being spread. We know that storms come in many forms. We know that they come in abortions and jobs and divorces and alcoholism, violence, drugs, accidents, loneliness, sickness, depression, death, abuse, fear, pornography, rape, and trafficking. But my sisters and brothers in Christ, we know that none of these things, wicked things, come from above from our Lord Jesus Christ. We know that they come from this enemy that we have called Satan. And so today, we're just going to pray for the world as always. We want to pray. We don't want to just single out. But we want to pray for the entire world. We want to make sure everybody is covered with our prayers and in our prayers today. So we're going to just pray, and we're just going to ask the Lord Jesus Christ to watch over us, 
and to ask for his forgiveness from our sins. And we're going to ask for him to break every stronghold that there is this morning. In Jesus' name we pray that Satan and his angels may have over us. We're going to ask that every dirty device that they have to come our way, that God would be toward us and back to the pits of hell. So we're going to pray for everybody this morning. Lord, we just want you to come and spread your sickness, spotless blood all over the world. Father God, God, deliver us from all evil. Father God, those of us that don't know you, Father God, I pray that they will come to know you right here today, Father God, that they will learn who you are and know your name, Father God, that they will accept you as their Lord and their Savior, that they will ask that they will be accepted into this family and adopted in as your precious child, Father God. We know that you love us. Thank you, Lord, for your love. Thank you for your son, Jesus, precious blood. Thank you for salvation. Father God. We just pray that they would get saved through this ministry today, Father God. As we talk, pray, and we give testimony. Father God, those that woke up this morning in grief, Lord, we ask that you would comfort our hearts. Those that woke up this morning in joy, Father God, thank you for the joy. Thank you. Those that went to bed last night in darkness, Father God, we pray that they woke up this morning in light from the darkness, Father God. Deliver us Deliver the world, Father God. God, help us to want to be more like you, Father God. In Jesus' name we pray. Just help us, God. God, give us a revival, Father God. We need a change, each and every one of us, Father God. Help us not to be judgmental towards each other, Father, but help us to have that love that you give us, that we may not say who can go and who can come, but, God, that all should be able to come, Father God, and learn who you are. Father God, and thank you for choosing me and my husband out of this world, Father God, to be service slaves for you, Father God, to go out and to bring the sheaves in, Father God, to give them the gospel, Father God, as often as you say, do it, Father God, send us and we'll go, in Jesus' name. And Father God, I'm also praying that you would open up the minds of those that are listening this morning and give them a clear understanding of this message and that none may become offended by the testimony or by the things that they may hear, but they may take it and apply it to their lives, Father God, and ask you to deliver them. It may be something that's listening that the same things are happening in their life, Father God. We're asking that we know that the, your, your anointing, we know it breaks the yoke. So, Father God, we just asking that you would shower everybody all over the world this morning, Father God, with your Holy Ghost filled anointed. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen and amen. Amen. I'm going to read uh, this testimony. It's coming from uh, Catherine. And she titled it, I Will Go. My parents got a divorce. My older sister was killed. My marriage crumbled. I had a nervous breakdown. And let me make sure that this is, because I believe I read this one before. Let me see. I try to normally mark what I have read. Okay. That was the wrong one. Forgive me. This one is from Amanda. Amanda titled hers, Love Rescued Me. I found true love, and you can too. 
have you ever wondered if there was really true love out there in this universe we live in? Would there be anyone who would actually climb the highest peak just to reach you at the top to show how much he loved you? I have always wondered about that kind of love. Figuratively speaking, in the past, the solution I found was there is someone who has done that, and it wasn't a feeling but a person. He is not just my savior and my best friend, but my true love. I will share with you my experience how Jesus rescued me with his love. I have been a devoted Christian all my life. I received Jesus in my life when I was five years old, and I have been raised in a wonderful Christian centered home where there was love and affection. Even though it wasn't always perfect all the time, it was so good to live in a place like that. How could I ever be empty on love because of my family and church? But there was still this neatness in me. I wasn't secure at times in my friendships and constantly wanted their approval and love and had a problem with jealousy sometimes. There was always this threat of rejection because of the friendships that I had seemed to fail. However, I did desire to pursue a relationship with Jesus. I would pray and read the Bible every day, even at a young age, but I didn't really capture the awesome love he had for me. There was also this neatness inside of me that desired to, that desired so much to be close to someone who would never fail me, who I could always trust. So I didn't know I was complete with Jesus Christ. Resulting from that, I couldn't always trust people to accept me for who I was. On a winter afternoon in March of 2002, life was about to change. I was involved in a long-distance relationship that I met through church camp. We were just friends for a while, but of course, puppy love can do something to you when you are 18 years old. We were together for almost three years and became really serious and loved each other. We talked about future plans. We would talk about every day. We would talk every day for hours and consume every moment to be together. We were best friends, but gradually there seemed to be not much time for God anymore for me. After a while, it got pretty hard being in that relationship, both of us, since we barely saw each other anymore. Weeks later, as graduation drew near, we started having different desires for the future. As for what college to attend, and then we started having differences with our lifestyle, especially with the calling that God has on my life, and that I have high standards on living a holy life. I finally started realizing perhaps I wasn't in God's will. I really wanted to stay home for college, but he wanted to go somewhere far away from his parents. There was different conflicts happening, and it seemed like the puzzle of aspirations didn't fit anymore. We started to disagree about everything, and therefore our feelings changed. For about a month, everywhere I would go, the Holy Spirit would be tugging at me and wanting me to get out of the relationship. All I saw was danger signs in my dreams when I was asleep. I was playing tug-of-war with the Lord to give this up but I didn't know how to get out of the situation without breaking his heart. I asked my parents what to do, and they pretty much agreed with God 
and they prayed for me. So one night I just got tired of feeling depressed and insecure and just went on my own knees in my room and cried out to God to get me out of this and for his will to be done. I bowed my will to him and and in surrendering. I wanted a peace that was beyond my understanding because I was so confused about what to do. The next day my boyfriend called me and wanted to talk about us. I became scared and wondered what he was going to say. My hands became clammy and my heart was beating so fast. From the tone of his voice, I knew something terrible was about to happen. He thought it was best for us to break up and go our separate ways. I thought in my mind, if you really love me, you would do whatever it took to be with me. But he didn't choose that. I was so angry and hurt because of rejection. However, I knew this was what God wanted me because he knows the plans he has for me. Something beyond what I could ever imagine. But since that release, I did feel a hundred times lighter. It was as if I was floating on a cloud. But deep inside, I still felt like I was worthless and unlovable. There was this longing inside to be loved. I went in the bathroom to dry off my tears and asked aloud, is there anyone who would go to the greatest lesson measures just to be with me? And in a sweet sounding voice as if someone wanted to hug and comfort me, he said, Amanda, I have already gone to the greatest lengths and measures to be with you. I have an everlasting love that never fails or changes. Don't you remember my son Jesus who died on the cross just to be with you forever? He rose from the grave into heaven, wanting to dwell in your heart forever. Hold on to this love. When I heard him say that, my face just glowed as a shining star in the midnight sky. Tears fell down my cheeks with joyfulness. I started praising Jesus for rescuing me from the enemy's trap. My heart was overflowing with joy and thankfulness, knowing that there was someone all alone, that not only did he want to be my savior, but the love of my life. He wanted to give me peace, a peace that surpasses all understanding. He will always love me and I will always have that peace. There's nothing like the peace and joy and just having peace and love and joy and confidence in your heart that the Savior gives. So after that, I just felt led by God to look at my own notes when I would study His Word. And suddenly I found this old bookmark that I had when I was a young girl that a Sunday school teacher gave me. I hadn't seen that in so many years. The bookmark had my name on it, on it and what it meant. My name means worthy of love and lovable. And as I was going through all that misery, feeling incomplete and unacceptable by relying on people's imperfect love and peace to fill me, to read that made me absolutely speechless. I was in awe of God once again. That meant so much to me to know again that I was worthy of Jesus' love because he first loved me. Through the good and bad times, he will never leave me or stop loving me. He will always give us the peace that we need. Only his love can fill this longing and behold in my heart. 
and he forgave me when I asked for forgiveness, for putting man's love before God. To know that I probably hurt my father's heart, yet he still loves me and always will. I am not saying my former boyfriend is a bad person. I gave him up. But that was a defining moment in my life that through all the pain, hurts, and broken promises in the past, God wants me to totally rely and trust on his love and peace and promises to complete my life. He wants me to seek after him as a precious jewel by falling more in love with him and knowing that someday I will meet the man God has created just for me. I am 22 years of age now, and I am still progressively falling more richly in love with God every day and waiting patiently for Jesus' glorious return. So many people on this earth today are searching for true love. They look for love in all the wrong places, and they get the wrong fix, justifying someone or something to replace their hurt. They think they find it, but end up disappointed over and over and over with the untrustworthy love that some can give to us and lie to us and false pretense and pretend to be someone or something that they're not. And all they're doing is implementing love that is not true or hurt that is not there. And they really don't know how to love, but they just pretend like they do. If you are thirsty for love, Know that from my experience and supernatural revelation that God is love, Amanda. Well, Amanda, thank you so much for that very heartfelt testimony that you just gave to us. It was one of the most powerful that I feel like I, I've read since I've been reading and giving testimony. And you're right, there is someone who will go to greatest lengths and measure just to be with us, us all. And there's a sweet, as a sweet-sounding voice that he gives to us, he's someone that want to hug us and comfort us. And he has already gone to greatest lengths, as you said, and measures to be with us. And just like you said, he told you, Amanda, I have already gone to greatest lengths and measures to be with you. And he does have everlasting love that will never fail or change. And, of course, we remember his son, Jesus. Most of us should remember his son, Jesus. And that's what the Ark of the Covenant ministry is all about, is to show the love and the peace and the togetherness that we pray for and that we ask for, just like you got, Amanda. He is the Jesus that who died from us on the cross forever. And he rose from the grave into heaven. Yes, he did. And he will dwell in our hearts forever and ever. And we have a need to just hold on to his love. And as long as we hold on to his love, he will close us and gather in at peace forever until we he returns and come and get his church. He'll come get us. And we'll be with him forever and ever. So I love your testimony. And may God always be with you. Keep his love and his peace and his understanding in your heart. And when God is ready to place somebody in your love on this earth, in your heart and in your life, he will. Until then, you have God's undying love. Thank him for rescuing you from the enemy's trap. I thank him for rescuing me. I thank him for rescuing my husband. And that's why I pray for the world that God will rescue us all from the enemy's trap. 
but we have to keep starting to praise Jesus every day and asking him for that Amanda. And thank you so much. God bless you, and I will continue to pray for you. Okay, baby. Praise the Lord for Sister Amanda. Praise, thank God for Amanda. Amanda had a beautiful testimony and uh, that that love is a powerful thing, powerful thing, powerful thing, that love, that love, the greatest love of all. Boy, if I could sing, I'd break out in one of them songs. The greatest love of all. <laughs> Boy, if I could sing, if I could sing, if I could sing, I sing that old song. Boy, the greatest love of all. It is the greatest love of all. Uh, I know this morning I put on there, I was doing that, going through the Bible in 10, going verse by verse, line by line. I was on Genesis chapter 2, verse number 21. And it speaks in that verse there where God put man, fell into a deep sleep and man slept. And God took the rib and closed man up. And we know that God grabbed hold to that rib to give man his support is help meet he was creating for man and many a times as Amanda spoke of that we have to we look for love all in the wrong places because the Bible says as we seek ye first the kingdom of God all other things will be added unto us. And many a times we look at love in all of the wrong understandings. You see, a lot of times we look for man to fulfill love, but man is God's support. God is the giver of love. God is the teacher of love. And without Christ, there is no love. You see, many times we think we can have love without Christ. There is no love without Christ. We need Christ for love. And it's a beautiful thing because I thought Amanda, when she first started talking there and she went to talking, I thought Amanda was about 75 years old. She's went to talking, boy, you can show tell when they come along with Christ. They just get wisdom upon age upon age. Amanda sounded like she was 75. And then when she got out there, I'm 22 years old. Praise the Lord. And Amanda just growing with the wisdom of God upon her life. See, because she has got a hold to something that many people miss in life. She learned that she learned that love came with Christ and many of us miss that I missed that in my life too early in life I didn't know that uh, uh, um, I looked for love in all the wrong places that I had to find love in Christ and once I found love in Christ then I learned how to love and once I learned how to love, then I could love. 
then once I could love, then Christ gave me someone to love. See, that's the order that we should be able to receive it. Once we find Christ and learn what love is, then Christ teaches us how to love. And once he teaches us how to love, then he give us somebody to love. And that's a beautiful thing. That is a beautiful thing. And yes, it is. And he, that, that's what he done for me because I had to learn what love was first. And then once I learned what love was, then he taught me how to love. And then once he did that, he gave me somebody to love. <laughs> now I got somebody to love. And then, he, and then not only that, he gave somebody to love me. Now that's, Amen. A, that's a show nothing. Now, now I got somebody to love me, somebody that I can love, somebody that understands me and puts up with me. That's a crazy world there, boy. That's show enough crazy. <laughs> so Amanda, I am so grateful for your uh, testimony. It is a beautiful testimony. We are thankful for that. Now maybe some of y'all here right now it, it, it is going through the same stuff. Some of you have been tussling and wrestling and, and, and just lost because you've been struggling with trying to love all in the wrong places. Some yeah, of you have been yeah, trying yeah. to feel your emptiness with all kind of stuff. Some of you have been trying to fill it with alcohol. Some of you have been trying to fill it with drugs. Some of you have been trying to fill it with gambling. Some of you have been trying to fill it with men or women. Some of you have been trying to fill it with all kind of stuff. You've been trying to fill it with hanging out. You've been trying to fill it with the with the pornography. Some of you have been trying to fill it with all kind of crazy uh, devices of the adversary, but I'm here to tell you that the only thing that can fill it is Christ Jesus. You've been running for so long and you're tired. Let's take care of this business right now. Let's turn toward the vacant cross. Let's turn toward that burning desire in your chest right now. Let's turn toward that whispering ear that's been in your ear for so long. Let's turn toward it right now. Let's take care of that right now. Tomorrow is not promised. Today is the day for salvation. Let's take care of this right now. The Lord is waiting. He's calling for you and for me. Come. Come to the vacant cross. Come to the foot of the cross right now. Come. The Lord is waiting for you. The Lord is waiting. As my wife prays for you. Come. Come. And let's take care of this right now. The Lord is calling for you. Come. 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 Let's take care of this business right here and right now. Come. Come. Go ahead, wife. Pray for him. Pray for him, wife. Heavenly Father, 
That was a very strong and powerful testimony that Sister Amanda just gave us. And Father God, we just thank you for it. Father God, we thank you for dying for us. We thank you for your love. We thank you for rescuing us from all of the enemy's traps, Father God. And God, we just ask him right now, this day, that those that are listening that have never asked you into their hearts as their Lord and Savior, that they would do it right now by repeating this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner and I deserve hell when I die. But because you had mercy, you have love. Your precious, gracious son you sent to life to die on Calvary's cross and shed his sinless father's blood so that we may live and have a home in heaven. So, Father God, please forgive me for all my sins and come into my heart and save my soul. And when I die, Lord Jesus, I would like to have a home in heaven with you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen and amen. Said that prayer with all sincerity. Right now, the angels are signing your name on the Lamb's Book of Life, and they are rejoicing for you, just like we are rejoicing here for you at the Ark of the Covenant Ministry. As well as we're asking that you open up your Bibles and start studying the Word of God, turn toward the cross, and start following after the Man Christ Jesus. Find your sin-hating, Bible-preaching church. If you don't have a Bible and you can't afford one, please find the nearest thrift store, the nearest resale shop, find the nearest Salvation Army or Goodwill. They have Bibles in there. They can take one that's free. Find the nearest church close to you. Knock on the door, tell them, that you have accepted the man Christ Jesus as your Lord and Savior and you're in need of a Bible I'm quite sure they'll give you one start studying the word start following after the man Christ Jesus and if you'd like to stay here with us and keep up with us we'd love to have you we do a lot of uh, Bible studies here a lot of teachings here Uh, On Mondays, we have a focus group that we study the Word on Mondays, uh, examine the Word, and zero in on different topics, different subjects, different circumstances and situations that we focus in on the Word of God. On Wednesdays, we have a revelation gathering uh, session on Wednesdays. And on Fridays is our Bible study. All of our uh, classes uh, starts at 10 o'clock. They're only an hour long. You can stay here with us. On Saturdays, we have what we call Reading with Reverend Hill, for which we uh, read different other materials. Uh, so all that starts at 10 o'clock as well. On Sundays, it's our service, our worship service time on Sundays called Worship Service. Come on by at 10 o'clock. Now, you can follow us either on our Facebook page, Ark of the Covenant Ministry. It's on Facebook. 
That's A-R-K of the Covenant, C-O-V-E-N-A-N-T Ministry, M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y. That's on Facebook. Or you can follow our YouTube channel, Ark of the Covenant, the number two. That's Ark of the Covenant, the number two. And it has our symbol, hand on top, hand underneath, holding the globe, which says instruments being used to reach those who's reaching up. It's blue. Holding the world says instruments being used to reach those who's reaching up. Ark of the Covenant, the number two. A-R-K of the Covenant, C-O-V-E-N-A-N-T, the number two. You can subscribe to that and it's free. Or you can subscribe to our podcast. It's on most major uh, platforms, the Ark of the Covenant Ministry. A-R-K of the Covenant, C-O-V-E-N-A-N-T, Ministry, M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y. And it's also with our symbol, hand on top, hand underneath, holding the globe, which is blue, and with the subscription instrument being used to reach those who's reaching up. Uh, it is free. You can subscribe to that as well. Or you can get our app, which goes directly on your phone. You can go to our website at www.arkofthecovenant, C-O-V-E-N-A-N-T, ministry, M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y.com. Again, that's www.arkofthecovenant, C-O-V-E-N-A-N-T, ministry, M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y.com. And you can go through one of the portals there, prayer, messaging, spiritual exercise, mental or physical workout, or pull down a tab where it says, get app here. And as you start going, filling out the little information there, you'll get to a point where it says you can join with the code. Now, it's two separate codes that you have to put in. One code is K as in King, F as in Frank, Q as in Queen, Ah, G as in Good, E as in Elephant, S as in Sam. Again, that's K, F, Q, G, E, S. And the second code is T as in, in Tom, the number one, J as in John, Zero, O as in Oscar, and the number eight. Again, that's T, the number one, J, zero, O, and the number eight. Put those two codes in and you will have the complete app. The top part is the Ark of the Covenant Ministry. The second part is the Covenant Seekers Precinct 27. 
Police Precinct 27, that's our new detective game. And we're having a great time with that. And it's also free. Our app is free. Don't cost you anything. All we ask for is your prayers. So we can take the gospel all over the world. Now we are truly grateful for it. We also have a shout out. Our shout out is to our friend. We did get a... Uh, A testimony from Brother James that he was in contact with a Reginald Dandridge who had siblings of Richard Dandridge and Regin and and Reggie Dandridge and has a sister by the name of Reagan Dandridge, whose mother name is Juanita Dolores Dandridge, whose nickname is D.D. Dandridge, who has been here, who did believe to visit my wife one time, looking for their her oldest child that was born December 19th, 1962, when she was 18 years old in Laporte Hospital, I believe, uh, I forget the name of the hospital, I always get that hospital name confused, but it was in Laporte, Indiana, where she had the child when she was 18 and she left and went back to Ohio. The child was adopted and the child's name was Ricky Allen Dandridge. Um, they've been in, looking for the child. Uh, I want them to know that they have found the child. I am that child, Ricky Allen Dandridge. So if they are looking to contact the child, please, uh, they can call me at area code 219-702-8494. That's again, area code 219-702-8494. Again, this is a shout out to Reginald Dandridge, Richard Dandridge, um, uh, Reagan Dandridge and Reginald Richard Reagan and I believe the other brother is uh, Reginald Richard and Reginald Richard and Reggie Dandridge and the sister name is Reagan. And I am Ricky, the oldest brother that they have not yet met before. Uh, the sister name is Reagan and uh, the mother name is Juanita Dolores Dandridge, known as Dee Dee. Uh, if they looking to contact, uh, they can contact me at area code 219. 702-8494. Again, that's 219-702-8494. I believe one of the siblings is in New York. So, um, 
if somebody can get the information to them, I truly appreciate it. Um, well, God bless, as my wife always says, uh, Jesus loves you, and so do we. Have a blessed day. Bye-bye now.